door, slowly approaching this four-story tower as chaos is reigning, the explosion. They're trying to figure out all the soldiers are running out, trying to figure out who's attacking, where's it coming from. And in that chaos, this door, door cosplaying as Phobabet approaches the tower. Is uh, the um, the Kaudai, is he with me? Uh, no, he has just uh, put the bomb and we'll go ahead and have a little communication. Oh, not, yeah, ro- ro- yeah, sorry. Uh, Rosa, yes, but also, but the uh, the guy who was doing the voice. Oh, the, the fake taken, yeah. Or I, I, I fake, yeah, because we'll call it we'll call bacon. it faking, faking, yeah. faking. Yeah, if I it, fake bacon, if I recall yeah. correctly, the the room we had been we had made was like, you help me out with this, you you disappear, that's all good, sort of thing. Yeah, he, you yeah, you board. used him to get out of the basically the broadcast record whatever you want to call it, where he was sending out his messages and all that kind of stuff. So he was with you then. If you want to still keep him basically on gunpoint or whatever to take you to this tower. I think that makes sense because yeah. you have to be able to get into it. And he, he most likely would have access to it. Yeah. So I'd say he still has on the taken face, the young, you know, that 30 year old taken face. And he's just walking very like briskly as quick as he can through the chaos. And he approaches that tower and just turns to you and goes, what you're looking for for better or for worse is in here. I never go to the top. I've been to the other three levels. There's nothing... I mean, you're going to find some crazy stuff in there. It's nightmare fuel for me. I don't go in there. I've been up to three, but four is where Viking. Well, that's his spot. He doesn't let anybody up there, only a select few. And I'm not one of them. I can let you in. I still have access, but I don't want to go in there. Dork nods once. All right. Good luck. He puts his hand up to the little control pad. It registers and it unlocks and goes, I hope I never see you again. I hope you don't die. You seem like an all right man, but I hope I never see you again. And he just turns and kind of goes into the crowd. Dork <laughs> breathes slowly under his breath. Yeah, same here. <laughs> we have a shot, I think, of, of sort of a very low-angle camera shot, sort of looking looking for like, almost Dork's like, feet uh, mm-hmm. up past him towards this, this four-story like tower. I imagine it's sort of like cylindrical. There's like a, mm-hmm. like a almost a glass sort of uh, reinforced like glass sort of uh, big window around which the person at the top can sort of see everything. Oh yeah, it's um, that bougie penthouse thing where yeah, it's like yeah. wall-to-wall mirrors. Yeah, a, a bougie penthouse, but you know every single one of those panels has been like reinforced as much as possible. Oh yeah, it's like that clear durasteel, whatever bulletproof stuff. Transparent yeah, he, steel. Yeah. Transparent steel. There you go. Yeah, he's not messing around. Mm-hmm. Dork, I think, has is, is to to recall for the, the listeners. Dork is is wearing um, on his Mandalorian armor this incredibly like awful globby like green cheap paint job. It makes him look like Phoba uh, Bet, the famous um, <laughs> Holovid uh, star. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> he's John Wayne in it, um, <laughs> but it just it just looks really yeah. And uh, over his shoulder, I think, is the 
bag of of uh whatever he did whatever things he bought at guns 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 it was four guns in a row guns 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 uh (laughs) but hasn't used yet it's all like in this big satchel that's like slung around him like a bandolier yes a nebulous bag with whatever we need when we need it (laughs) so so you step into the building and the first thing that dork notices is that it is cold in here like this is kind of a a foresty jungly outside area but you walk in and it is like 40 odd 30 odd degrees inside here i don't know what that is celsius to our international listeners but you know whatever number that would be it's cold he uh looks around and it's kind of a sparse room there are rows and rows of boxes rectangular boxes along the walls probably we'll say two maybe three dozen boxes off to one side and sitting in a chair not facing you is a very large large individual and he doesn't register that you've come in he's just sitting there like a day at the beach i assume you you take a few steps in i don't know if you just stand at the door oh yeah he'll take a few steps in sure as you step in a voice comes over the pa you must be his favorite son from what he's told me he said one would come it's you isn't it you're the old man's favorite aren't you we get a long silent look at the uh little black visor of his helmet and then inside we see very slowly a sad little smile break out on his face. Dork takes another step forward. Now, you were part of those Mandalorians we fought in Mandalore, are you? Because they're those, oh, I really, really want to kill some more of those guys. Are you one of them? I hope you are. Take him from there, I think. There's a small click and a charging sound from Dork's blaster rifle. Now, I understand that you're upset, but if you hear me out, you're going to see that we're not too different what we want. Now, you can listen to me now, or you can fight my friend and come eventually talk to me, but I, I would like to talk to you and try to save some bloodshed. Dork shrugs one shoulder and finally says, say what you're going to say. Now, I know I work for the, the Dark Lord, Gold Vitiate, and he has his gold, his fans for the universe, and I don't disagree with most of what he says. My only issue is that our reliance on these force users it's what he's planning on changing the tide of this conflict with the Jedi is making more force users, getting stronger force users. And I think we we shouldn't count on that. And I know you Mandalorians, you believe the same thing. You believe in just the might of the one, the might of the group, right? What I'm trying to do here is make soldiers that are strong enough 
the takedown the Jedi. And if I have to, take down some Sith. Because in my vision, my universe, there's no force. There's nothing that makes it unbalanced. Nothing that makes it unfair that certain special people can do certain special things. I want someone to win a fight or win a war on their skill and their merit. Not some magical boogie thing that they can do with their mind or their hands or whatever. That's not fair. Don't you want the universe to be fair? Doric, who throughout this speech has been standing very still and even once gave a slight nod. <laughs> you know, the funny thing is, I think you're right. I think people should win based on their skill. I don't trust all that magic use, all this force use. But the thing you don't understand, of course the universe isn't fair. I used to work for people who owned slaves. Technically, I guess I still do. I was raised to be a bodyguard. I was shipped off from my home. That ain't fair. And you know what's really unfair? And we see him aiming down the sights of his rifle directly towards the, towards the, uh, the PA. What's mm -hmm. really not fair is what you're doing to these kids. These kids are going to be the future. I am making them better. I'm using what Taken started his ideas and just evolving them to the next level. Now, yes, I won't lie. I'm an honest man. There are those that aren't strong enough to get through it. You're standing among them right now. These are our failed sons. And Dork, you kind of look over at those boxes and you realize that they are human-sized boxes for boxes we put dead people in. Oh my God. We have to weed out the weak. If we're gonna have a chance against force users, this is what we have to do. We have to only have the best of the best. And if they're not strong enough, they only make the rest of us stronger. That's what you Mandalorians preach, strength above everything. That's what I'm doing here. How much? How many? How many? How, how many this, this week are... He jabs, he jams a fist down, banging the top of one. How many? I honestly stopped counting after 100. That's another thing you don't understand. You just said that what we preach is strength over everything. 
You're wrong. You never understood what Taken was saying. It's not strength over everything. It's duty over everything. And we see him <laughs> we see him take another step forward. And you had a duty to raise these children, not to destroy them. You disgust me. And he blasts the announcer. <laughs> sure. You have that cool shot of just the sparks flying from the, the thing mm -hmm. as, it ex as it explodes. And as you let off that shot, very slowly, the individual gets up from his chair. And this is a very, very large man. This is, I mean, Dork is what, like six feet, I believe we said around that area. Yeah, he's, he's yeah, six, six foot something. Yeah. So this guy dwarfs Dork. And he turns and you see he's wearing what kind of looks like Mandalorian armor, but in that classic action movie kind of vibe. He mostly just has like the breastplate and maybe like the, the thigh guards and that kind of stuff. But you can see that his arms are just exposed because, you know, we probably if this was a 90s movie, we cast whatever the hottest wrestler at the time would be, you know, <laughs> and this is him with a helmet on. So we don't have to he doesn't have to say any lines, but he's there and he turns and he has uh, a massive uh, battle axe in his hands. And. That wasn't smart of you. You're going to die here. And he points to the side. I have plenty of boxes. We'll put you in one. And he starts to move towards you. <laughs> All right. I think it's uh, I'd like to roll before I describe what Dork's doing here. Um, sure. I think the uh, is there a relevant skill? Is there a particular skill we want to do or just. Can I, yeah, based on um, what I'm doing? Because I, I know I know roughly what I'm doing, but I, I want to, before I just, yeah. Um, what are you trying, uh, I mean, yeah, I guess the skill you use is what you plan on doing. If you plan on shooting fighting him, a fisticuff, yeah. shooting him, if you're trying to grapple him, if you're going to try to use your wits, I don't know. Any mm -hmm. one of those things would work. Yeah, I think the first, um, yeah, sorry. Yeah, I want to say just uh, for the list, we're, we're doing a little, I always like to, bend and change the rules here so instead of doing straight combat we're going to do a basically a skill versus skill role and uh, we'll narrate what happens from that to so we don't have to do 47 rounds of combat because the one thing if you've listened to the show for the last three four years or at probably at this point when this episode comes out i really really hate combat <laughs> so <laughs> this is me trying to make it a little more streamlined so whatever uh nimoy chooses to do we'll be going against this warriors he's just attacking like a regular nutter butter so it'll be just against his melee attack which is mm -hmm. wow was really good this is gonna be interesting all right mm -hmm. uh what's what's the uh what's the what should i be rolling against uh he's got four yellow and a green so that would <laughs> that would translate to four four red <laughs> and purple oh now it, it's oh. just i mean this is serious this, this is end game boss yeah. level stuff uh -huh. so um, I will say that uh, you get a, a boost mm -hmm. for, I mean, you are in, you are locked in at this point. This is, mm -hmm. this is Doric not holding back. This is Doric not having to worry about Skip, Anarchy, Bale, or anyone else. 
This is just him focused on his task. This is probably a dork we've probably never seen before. Because mm-hmm. by his nature, like you said, he's a bodyguard. So always in his mind, his peripheral, his brain is thinking, how can I protect the people around me? And now it's just one-on-one time. Mm-hmm. So I'll give you a boost for that kind of focus. And if you can argue any other boosts or anything like that, I'm completely fine with it as well. Sure. Um, this this guy is just sort of coming straight at that, Doric. And yes. Doric has a... Uh, if I recall correctly, a heavy blaster rifle pointed directly at him. Um, can I get a blue die just for that open that that sort of opening gambit? Yeah, I'll give you a, a definitely a blue for that. Yeah, sure. All right. Yeah, and plus, you know what? Let's do something we don't normally do. Let's make this extra special. We're gonna reset our destiny dice. We're gonna roll them again right now just to make this scene, this last scene, a little more special. So I'm gonna clear it out. We're gonna reset it. And we can go ahead and each roll our destiny to see what we get. <laughs> All right. So we went from two red and a white to two white and a, and a black. So it works out. So we flipped over to Doric side. So you, you do have a boost if you want to use it. Uh, I am flipping a light side. All right. Um, all right. That moves me to three yellow, two blue versus four red, one purple. Cool. Mm-hmm. Okay. That is, yeah. So what we what we see, I think what we we see is is he said the he says that final line. You know, I have <laughs> I have boxes for you. So he says he says his final line, um, and steps forward, and Doric clicks. Uh, the <laughs> there's a small click from Doric's uh, blaster rifle. And Dork mm. begins just pouring laser fire down the, the room towards him, just hosing the guy. Sure. And I, ima- I imagine for cool points, like this mostly like bounces off the uh, the uh, various armor pieces. Mm-hmm. But that's just a feint. Uh, while while the the uh, while this fella is essentially like pull, uh, trying to make sure that it hits his armor and not anywhere else, uh, Dork sidesteps. Um, uh, <laughs> uh, Doric sidesteps, so he's uh, significantly off from where the uh, the Mandalorian, the, the uh, fake Mandalorian, thinks he's going to be. Mm-hmm. And as he comes, as he continues to rush in, uh, Doric, uh, Doric, <laughs> uh, Doric's fist lances out with a vib- uh, vi- with one of his vibro knucklers and just absolutely socks this guy right in the nose, sure, or the helmet or the equivalent. Yeah, so that we'll say that punch lands and the guy stumbles back and he turns. And remember, this you you won. So this is we're going to narrate through this and you end up killing this guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he takes that punch and he turns and he swings his axe. Did you have any negative? No, you actually hey, you had no negative dice. I had four reds and not one, not one negative. God bless. Derek. So he mm-hmm. is just. If he wasn't wearing a helmet, you can almost hear it. He's almost foaming at the mouth. He is so upset. He's either crazed out of his mind or he's hopped up on some sort of Star Wars steroid or something. And he's just swinging and hacking like a madman. And Doric is just dodging these things. He's not landing a blow. Doric is using all of his training to keep bobbing and weaving. And how does Doric start landing these killing blows to finish this guy off. How does that look? Do you still keep shooting him yeah. as he switched so, to hand-to-hand combat? So we see we see this giant axe just leap out towards Doric and he jumps to the side. Another swing, another swing, another swing. 
it. Uh, we see, and then we see uh, carefully dropped from Doric's hand a small uh, uh, metal sphere uh, that begins to fill the room with with smoke. And we see the we see this uh, this fake Mandalorian come out of his rage, looking wildly around this rapidly smoke filled room, and he realizes uh, he can't see Doric. Doric is somewhere among these boxes. Okay, hiding among the coffins. And he is just, just pushing through, sliding. Through. And because it's Star Wars, we're not knocking anything over. They're all hover caskets, because why the heck not? So they're just being pushed back and forth, bouncing off each other as he's stumbling around, screaming, he's going, you coward! You do, you do not deserve to be part of Mandalore. I, I am Mandalorian. I am strength. You hide. Doric, uh, we, uh, <laughs> uh, we we he- we we hear uh, from behind a set of boxes. Doric say, "You know, you're not the first person to tell me I'm not a real Mandalorian." And we see uh, the, this 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 guy sort of echolocate and like swing his axe towards one of these hover these empty hover coffins, and it smashes straight through, cleaves it straight in two, and gets lodged in another one. We realize Dork was not there. Dork was in fact around the other corner. He presses the blaster up to this man's back and says, "But neither are you," and shoots him point blank. You have that cool burn mark kind of form on his chest plate and no words. He just falls to his knees, falls forward, and he's done. So there's no PA. So now (laughs) Viking can't mock you because there's no PA because you you had to be all violent and stuff. But uh, I just want to know, do you take the axe or do you leave it behind? What's the axe look like it's made out of? Um, You know, I wish I could tell you. It's... It's a vibro axe is the description from the character sheet I'm looking at. Uh, if you want to know the stats on it, it's um, eight damage, two crit, uh, two pierce, vicious three, and it has sunder, which I have no idea what sunder is. Oh, it damages opposing weapons one step. Interesting. I think I think Dork looks at it for a moment. This giant axe that is like cleaved a small hole in like the wall of the thing it is like uh it still vibrates so it's like jangling as it's uh, up there uh-huh and doric looks at it for a moment uh flexes his arms a little bit uh, as if thinking and is like no nah, i couldn't no nah, i couldn't carry that <laughs> and he <laughs> just continues walking because doric uh for for the listeners at home doric has three green in may <laughs> <laughs> all right so oh, this is such this is I, I know this is such self-indulgent action hero stuff, but it's really fun. Yeah. We're they say we're doing action movie time this 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 arc. So Doric has two modes, butler and over the top uh 80s action hero. See now I'm old. I can remember. Well, actually, they they actually remade it. Um there was a movie with Hulk Hogan, and I forget what it's called, but he was like a secret, it was like a a marine or something and he had to pretend to be a babysitter mm-hmm. and that was his thing and then vin diesel made a movie called the pacifier where it's basically the same thing but they made it like 20, i don't know 10 15 years ago it's that kind of vibe where he's like yeah he he can you know he could set a plate he can like make sure everything's nice he, 
Dora could probably iron the hell out of clothes, you know, all that kind of stuff. But he could also <laughs> kill a man with his thumbs, you know. <laughs> <laughs> that that unique balance of skill sets. Mm. A very particular set of skills. Mm-hmm. So, Dork, you make your way to the far end where there's the like, there's just one door, and you go to it, and it's just an elevator, and it goes up one floor. And Dork is standing there, and you hear classic, you know, the girl from Impanema or whatever's playing over the the, yeah, the elevator, little, little Star Wars elevator music. Exactly. You know what? If it's Star Wars, it's got to be like a, a Muzak version of the Cantina song, just playing <laughs> as you grow up. <laughs> Wait a minute, it's the cantina sound. <laughs> hey. <laughs> hey, it's your cousin Marvin, Marvin Barry. You gotta listen to this. <laughs> this is that new sound you were looking, looking for, for. Dan? <laughs> we're just breaking canon here. That song's been around for millennia. It, well, yeah, it was actually, yeah, Figure and Jane and the Moto Notes based their uh, their classic song, the sequential passing of uh, temporal units, I believe, or something like that, off of an old Bith uh, folk song. Yeah. See? Well, there you go. See? We're actually canon. I love it. So you get to this second floor, and the door opens, and there are three uh, young individuals. These guys are late teens, early 20s. And they're just standing in the middle of the room, just helmetless. These guys resemble more of that Jedi Sith kind of wearing robes more than body armor type deal. Mm-hmm. And as you step out, the there's a PA on this level. And Viking goes, that, that was impressive. I mean, you know, he's all luster. I, I didn't think he'd finish him off that easy, but... Okay. Now, these boys here, this, they've been augmented a little bit. Now, why, I have a question, why is your count working with the Jedi? He's a criminal. That doesn't make any sense. Now, I know you're going to say, oh, no, he's not, but he is. I had a lab blown up by a Grivondola, who I know was under contract by your count. My supply of young soldiers was cut down by Quay Gors, who was formerly employed of the count. So why is the count waging war against me in the Senate? Doric seems to genuinely consider this question for a minute. And then shrugs his shoulders and says something that you get the sense he's used to saying. I'm just the bodyguard. I don't really uh, make business decisions. And then he looks at the three U's. Okay. So he sends children against me. I'll give you a chance here. There is no shame in surrender. There is only shame in surrender. Walking away from a battlefield is the greatest dishonor. 
and each one of them does the classic, you know, force user push back their little robe and they reveal basic lightsaber type weapons. And they each hold it out in front and all three of them light their pseudo lightsabers. I'm a big fan of reading the, that old legend stuff on Wikipedia. Mm-hmm. And the proto sabers uh, originally had basically cables that connected to a power source. Now, we've established that in our universe, regular lightsabers do exist. We had um, a Jedi kind of pass plans on, and Guy from Nark has been producing them for the Jedi. For not all the Jedi, for kind of a clandestine black ops unit of Jedi. So they're kind of, they do exist, but these Sith don't have the same technology. They're using the classic proto saber. So it is a lightsaber that's connected to like a three and a half foot cable that is to a power pack on their hip. Just so you have that visual reference of possibility of, you know, not having to take down a lightsaber. If you blow away that cable or the little power thing, that's another way of disabling them. If you don't want to just straight up murderize them, mm-hmm. that is just giving you the visual and, you know, the whole thing there. Mm-hmm. And in just like a blur of movement, they just dash out in separate directions, kind of doing a pincher move as one rushes right at you. And we'll have a another roll. Well, I think it's going to be, yeah, I think it's going to be, um, all right. Um, I feel like Dora gets a black die, one, because they are force users, two, because they are children. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was going to say, at least for them being younger, that there's definitely that hesitation or doubt that he doesn't want to really kill these kids. Mm-hmm. I mean, they are soldiers, and I, very clearly, they're not like 12, 13, 14-year-olds. These are 18, 19, 20-year-old, full-on legal voting adults, if there's voting in the Empire but they are adults we here at flight risk do not support or want to even joke about killing children we're not anakin skywalker mm-hmm. for christ's sakes uh what do you think one or two black guy um i will there say are also three of them they, they even outnumbered him in enclosed space i don't like two black guy. yeah i think two black is fair there um i will give you a blue because you do have experience around the force you're not like oh my god these guys are magical because You've been around Skip and Anarchy. They have shown some abilities. You've had conversations with Force ghosts. So you're not like blown away by this idea. Like you don't know the scale of their abilities. You've seen this stuff before. And you know they're kids. They're not going to be that. They shouldn't be that powerful. But so you're not completely overwhelmed by that. Yeah. He's he's had experience. But there is something about the work where he is. He is nervous. Mm-hmm. Because he has a little, he is, for, for our listeners at home, he has a little bit of a complex, I think, about <laughs> people who have magical powers that he can't necessarily defend against using his normal tool set. He was not, there was not sort of a, a unit in Taken's education about how to deal with this. <laughs> um, so there we'll might have been a little bit in like Mandalorian Crusades, but you know. Yeah, maybe. So we got, uh, since there's three of them, we'll do... Uh, it's going to be uh, three yellow and two green. Okay. All right. That is three. Uh, Dork has three yellow, one blue, uh, going against three red, two purple, two black. You, All right. You know what? I'm going to make it interesting. I'm going to use one of mine and flip it to make it one red, two yellow, and a, and a whatever purple. 
Oh, sorry, a red, a purple. Luma, my brain is not working. They were at three red and two purple, mm-hmm. and I I wanted it to go to uh, four red and a purple. Okay, sorry, I, just, I keep saying it. But I'm looking at their positive <laughs> skills. And I got to remember to translate them into the negative. I'm like, that doesn't make sense. He's rolling like fifteen yellow right now. <laughs> huh? Okay. But, hey, you still. Hey, you still. You easily win this fight with two successes. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. But you do. Ha- you do have two uh two threats so i'm gonna take off um uh, we'll say that we'll let them have two attacks against you and see how much damage they do we'll say they land those two threats will be two attacks that they actually landed against you let's check for damage here uh what is your melee defense uh to do um one you have one okay i need i need some sort of armor all right, so I give them one too many. All right. I, I think with yeah, I think with the first thing that, that happens is we see we see Doric um do do the same trick where he where as they come rushing towards him, he switched to stun now and he is try, basically unloading stun bolts towards them. We see their lightsabers back them out of the way <laughs> as they come forward. Oh that. So I get no successes on, on the two attacks that actually landed. I do get two advantages, so I'm going to take uh, two strain from you. Okay. So that puts you down to... I forget, do you count up or do you count down? I count. Uh, I, I uh, am now at six out of 14. Six out of 14. 14. So. Yeah, I can, yeah, when I hit zero, I have none. Is what I, yeah, is what I so have. these young Sith Force users are flipping around using... You know that force move using their abilities are pushing dork back and forth but with his training with his years more of experience you're able to block and dodge these blows we sort of see them in their like pits of maneuver sort of swing, swing these lightsabers um he's dodging and then one of them will like put their hand out and like push him to the side and he has to like roll to sort of keep keep momentum and not like lose his balance as he's pushed around that sort of thing mm-hmm. yeah and they're just for a little bit it seems like they're almost toying with you one will rush you swing a couple of times and then from the back another one will push you and then you'll turn to face that one you get attacked from a side another one will pull you towards them you're just being just like a cat like cats playing with a mouse for a little while how does Doric turn the tide on this what does he do Doric um so Doric is is sort of uh, uh, he will dodge a a a, a lightsaber <laughs> uh, and then get pushed to the side and then be uh, be set on another side. What he starts doing is he's he's playing this game right where he 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 dodges and he begin we begin to see like his movements as he's as he's sort of sort of trying to keep out of their way. He's not he's not hitting back. He's beginning to like his movements are getting more erratic. Um, he breathes a little heavier, and we sort of see in one of the eyes of these these force users a sort of malicious glee as they're like he's we're wearing him down. And then, as one of them decides to go in, Doric shuts him down. We see we see like the lightsaber come in. Doric actually grabs his hand, um, re- uh, 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 with and with the other hand with a vib- uh, a bl- sort of bladed vibro knuckler. Uh, slices off the uh, the wire 
uh, holding it to the lightsaber, and then just pummels this guy right in the face. And from the and and in the sort of split second of like horror and confusion from the other two, Dork mm-hmm. rushes in and just begins just absolutely going ham. Like he, we see a sort of crackle of energy from his shock boots as he just kneecaps them. Uh, basically, non-lethally, although they do look not in a great place. Uh, these these kids are basically thrown around the room, um, and their lightsabers broken. <laughs> they have a few months of rehab in their future. Mm. Dork is breathing heavily in the middle of these three three slumped forms. Um, we see him take out from his bag a set of uh, cuffs and mm-hmm. cuffs them. Fair, good and idea. Look, and then, you know, kicks their lightsabers away and looks up uh, towards the PA. You see, this is exactly what I'm talking about. They have all of this power, and just you was able to defeat them? We can't count on the force. Thank you for proving my point. I, I truly appreciate it. Don't you see that I'm right? Don't you see that we're on the same side here? I'm doing what's necessary to make this universe stronger. To make it safer. Isn't that what we're supposed to do? Isn't that? I'm just trying to be like you. Except guarding one person. I'm trying to guard the universe. And it's not clean. It gets messy sometimes, but in the end, the universe will be safer. Are you telling me you never hurt someone to keep your charge safe? You see Dork silently walk towards the elevator. 